Hey everyone, and welcome back to BMX News, a weekly BMX news show where I talk about everything that happened in the previous week within the world of BMX that I think you guys might care about. That being said, I'm sorry for the lack of BMX news last week. I tried to do it a little bit in the live stream. Wasn't the best, but I'm back in Ohio, so let's get on with BMX news. The first thing that I have to talk about this week is very unfortunate news that Justin Kerr had a really, really bad crash, to which his mom made a GoFundMe to alleviate some of the medical bills for... And in the original post for this, it says, please help my son, Justin Care. He was hurt doing what he loves, BMXing. He had a horrific accident last night and was transported by helicopter to Paoli Hospital. There we found out he has extensive head trauma, which includes bleeding on the brain and a fractured skull and face. I'm starting this fundraiser to help with the medical slash hospital expenses, surgery, and for the very long road of recovery he has ahead of him. Whether you choose to donate or just share this fundraiser, I, as well as Justin, would be ever so grateful for your support. Thank you. And in an update that came yesterday after a couple other updates, it says, Today's update is an absolutely amazing one. As of 11 p.m. last night, Justin's surgery was a success. The surgeon was able to successfully remove the blood clot as well as place the drain tube. At this point, the drain tube is in place to help relieve any pressure that Justin may have been or is currently experiencing. It says, To continue with this awesome update, I was informed that the doctor looked at his facial part of the CAT scan. Justin will not be needing any facial surgeries at this time. So that seems like a very, very positive update compared to when you read the previous ones. It looks like he's fighting and doing better in all of this. And there is so much support going towards this GoFundMe with it being at right at this moment, $14,747. That is incredible. And I have it linked as the first thing in the description down below so that anyone can share it or potentially donate if you feel inclined to. And if there's one thing that's for sure in the BMX community is that we help our own and spread the word and donate when we can. And it is awesome to see this much support going towards Justin as well as the amount of support that's went towards all of the other people who have needed it in the past. So moving on from there, the next thing that we have to talk about actually came out previous to this week, but it's the Chris Moeller Unclicked podcast. I listened to this thing on the way down to Florida and every single second of it was entertaining and so great to listen to. He talked about so many things that I feel like BMX has needed to hear, as well as just stories that he's had throughout the years that are just so funny and entertaining to listen to. I definitely recommend anyone who somehow hasn't listened to this one yet to listen to the entire thing. It is worth it. Every single second is gold. Also in this, he talked about the Brad Sims fit situation. He told the story as the owner of SM and fit and someone who wasn't directly involved with Brad Sims, but his wife was because she manages all of this stuff. So she was the one who worked directly with Brad Sims in all of this. And so he told that side of the story. And then later on, Brad Sims went on the Unclicked podcast again to tell his side of the story, which we hadn't heard yet because he hadn't really said anything publicly about all of this until this Unclicked podcast. And honestly, I don't want to go into detail talking about my opinions on all of this or the situation itself again. I did that in a previous video. The information hasn't changed a ton. There's a lot more details out there and a lot more specifics of timing and when things happened and what happened. And on that topic and from a surface level perspective, purely based on what these people are saying, Chris and Brad's stories seem to line up as far as sequence of events and like what actually happened. There are more or less details on either side about specific things. 
But what I do want to say in all of this is how important I feel it is that BMX is transparent about subjects like this and how grateful I am that the Unclicked podcast with Dennis Anderson and Ryan Fudger exists to talk about these things directly with the people involved because basically what they're helping do is eliminate the speculation side of things. And this is what I talked about in the previous video about all of this is that when both sides are out there in a transparent way, it helps to eliminate speculation. And speculation is what I feel leads to choosing sides and animosity towards one side or the other in a unjustified way, I guess you could say. Whenever both sides are out there and the people directly involved with something tell their side of a story, people can hear both sides and maybe if they want to make a judgment and pick sides that way, but I feel it just kind of gives you a, this is what the situation is perspective and you can move on with it without speculating or making judgment calls towards one side or the other as wildly or unjustifiably. Everything that someone might conclude from hearing Brad or Chris talk about this is being concluded directly from the people involved. And this is not me saying that every single sour relationship from a sponsor situation or bad situation that happens within the industry of BMX should be public. It's me saying that we shouldn't have this as a taboo subject to talk about. It shouldn't be something that we shy away from just because that's not what you talk about in BMX. We should be able to talk about these things and people should be open and willing to talk about them if they want to. They shouldn't feel like they can't because you're not supposed to talk about these things. And I feel like these types of things being put out there publicly can do good things for the future of BMX sponsorship as well, because when the public of BMX learns about these things, we can hold people accountable and make our purchasing decisions for the companies that we want to support based on their values and the way they treat their riders. And that is pretty important, I feel. Whenever you hear about something like this happening, the speculation that can come behind it when no one says anything and it's just rumors flying everywhere can definitely have an impact on people's purchasing decisions. I've seen people personally saying that they're not going to buy S&M or whatever because of this, and that's fine. They can make those decisions, but the fact that they made those decisions based on both sides of the story being out there and available to use in weighing in their decision is what I feel is important there. And then there comes the topic of future sponsored riders, not specifically for Fit or S&M or anything like that, but just riders who might get involved with the industry and hear a situation like this and then learn from it. Riders can learn and get more insight on how to conduct themselves if they want to be a sponsored rider or if they are or if they're at the beginning of their career, more things out there like this can give them that information that is very valuable in a world where people say, oh, there's no formula to being a professional BMX rider or making it in the industry, which is total BS because there absolutely is. When you pay attention to situations like this, you can learn about that. And with the things that Chris talked about in his podcast about how everyone should have someone who represents them, whether it's a family member or someone on the outside who talks to the parties and is an uninterested party, and make these negotiations who aren't emotionally involved with the situation. It's things like that, that whenever you talk about them and you talk about these situations, it can actually help people. On the flip side, there are absolutely situations that should remain private or shouldn't be talked about, but I feel like in those situations, it should be up to the rider or the company whether or not they want to talk about these types of things and it should be up to their discretion and not the fact that it's just taboo to talk about money, contracts, or sponsorship details 
to the public of BMX. I think that those are things that we should absolutely know about if someone wants to put it out there and we should be able to talk about it without it being like, oh, he's talking about money. Oh, no. And I think that the Unclicked podcast is something that is doing a very good job in just talking about things that we haven't generally talked about in the past of BMX. So I've rambled on about this for quite a while now. Hopefully everyone involved with this situation can move forward and get past it. There was a post on Chris's Instagram page screenshotting a comment that Melissa wrote because she really hasn't had a voice in all of this other than comments on Instagram or social media. And there was a lot in there that I don't want to get into, but it does seem like it could warrant a Melissa Unclicked podcast where we get her store side of the story directly as well. I don't think that's a bad idea whatsoever. I hope that if that happens, everything can just be put out there. People can see it all and then it can be done with after that. I really hope that's what can happen because the drama in the BMX world sucks. It's something that I have to talk about because this is BMX news and it's happening in the BMX world. But that's why I try to put the positive spin on it and try to find the silver lining and the silver lining of things that can come out of these situations and how we can move forward and be better for it because of them. So that's why I'm not going to make any judgment calls, opinions, or anything like that about the actual story beyond what I've already said previously. It is good now that Brad has his side of the story out because when I made that video, there was nothing from Brad at that point. But yeah, I feel like I've talked about this enough at this point and you're probably tired of hearing about it. So let's move on to talking about something positive. The UCI 2021 Urban Cycling World Championship is going down this weekend with finals going down Monday for the freestyle side of things. And with that, the schedule is and how you can watch is BMX Freestyle Park Women's Finals is 11.20 a.m. CET or 5.20 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday. You can watch all of these live on the Feast YouTube or Facebook page except for the men's semifinal Flatland. That's only available on like local TV there. But the men's Freestyle Park Final is going down at 4.20 p.m. CET or 10.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then women's finals for Flatland is going down at 2.05 p.m. CET which is 8.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, followed by the men's finals for Flatland going down just over an hour later at 3.20 p.m. CET, which is 9.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can figure out your time zone accordingly. It's exciting that this contest is actually happening and that we get to watch it live. It feels like it's been forever since we've got to watch a live contest. It's also exciting because between the U.S. and Australia, whoever comes out above the other in this contest, I think, determines which of them gets to send two men to the Olympics because right now the US and Australia are tied on the men's side of things. This is kind of a tiebreaker to find out if the US is sending two men or Australia is sending two men to the Olympics just like a month a month from now, maybe even less than that. How crazy is that this come down to the wire this much? But that's everything that I wanted to highlight this week. And now we can talk about some videos from this past week. Unfortunately, I missed talking about the USL BMX blow up the streets contest in depth and watching the videos and talking about them with you guys. And the winner has already been announced. Cult has won this contest. But if you guys missed it, there are nine different teams competing in a video contest and just like the previous blow up the park contest from USL BMX each team only had 24 hours to film the best street video that they possibly could and Colt came out on top with this so I'm not going to talk 
in depth about the videos, but I did want to give you guys the update on this. And if you haven't seen these, check them out because it's a really cool concept and I'm excited to see what USL BMX does next. Then we had a couple welcome videos that came out this past week. Dylan Lewis was welcomed to Ikla with a welcome video and Josh Babu is welcomed to Bone Death. Then we had the USA BMX Freestyle Series stop number three highlights that came out from Vital BMX. This stop went down at Woodward West, and I've got to say how excited I am to see how much this contest series is growing and how many people are getting on board and how Vital BMX is going to these different stops and documenting them for themselves. I gotta say also how proud I am to have been involved with this contest series before it actually happened and in its planning stages and then get to go to the actual championship at Woodward East and film it all. It's just really awesome to see how much this is blowing up and I really hope that the trajectory continues and it just continues to blow up and more and more people get involved, especially now that it seems that we're finally starting to taper out of the pandemic COVID period of the world that we've been in for so what feels like forever now so long and then we had a bit of a longer video for anyone who might want something longer to watch this week it's called Concrete Roads by Coco Zarita number one the salt flats it's 13 and a half minutes long I'm assuming the number one in this means that there's going to be more of them but it's a very high production value like trip video as they go to the salt flats, riding all these different spots. And then they've got Coco in there updating us throughout the video as well, where they ultimately end up at the salt flats in Utah and ride a literal wooden vert quarter pipe in the salt flats, which is pretty sick. I haven't actually got a chance to watch all the way through this thing yet, but it looks pretty cool. And I figured I would mention it in here for anyone who wants something longer to watch this week. After that, we got one product related thing to talk about, and that is a preview of the 2022 Sunday Bikes Complete Bikes. If you guys want me to do a complete overview talking about the Sunday 2020 lineup, I definitely want to do a live stream just going through and talking about all of these because I'm pretty stoked at the improvements that they've made and all of the offerings that they have for 2022. And I wanted to cover it extensively because everyone knows I'm a pretty big Sunday fan. Then we've got some interview things to talk about. First, we've got Pat Casey on the Monster Energy Unleashed podcast, followed by a video bike check with Chris James from Colony, and then Daniel Dares previewing the UCI World Championships with Vital BMX, where it's like 10 minutes of Daniel just talking about the situation that is the UCI Urban World Championships and how the riders are kind of in their own little bubbles and how they can't get too close to like all these other people and just the situation that is this contest and actually the logistics of making it happen from a rider's perspective which i thought was pretty cool and it was just long enough that you could stay into it for the entire length of it and and i thought it was kind of interesting to hear about how a contest is going down at this unique time of history and hopefully the last time that all of these precautions and all of this stuff has to be put in place for a contest to happen. Hopefully moving forward, things can be normal. And I'm excited to see what happens with the Olympics on this UCI World Championship note. So that being said, let me know your guys' thoughts on anything that I talked about in today's news video. And if you're new here or you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button while you're down below, leaving your thoughts in the comments. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm happy to be back and making BMX news videos on the regular for you guys again. And hopefully I can put another like three years in before I miss another one. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you tomorrow for another video. Goodbye.